We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the topic is the upcoming midterm elections. I'm arguing that conservatives are actually in trouble, and that if we don't come together, if Republicans don't get out and vote, that conservative bastions like the reddest of red states here in Oklahoma are about to flip blue. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. Today's topic, the midterm elections, November 8th. Do you realize that Governor Stitt is pulling five percentage points behind Joy Hoffmeister right now? Now, if you're saying you don't care because you don't like some of the things that Stitt did because he wasn't conservative enough, you don't like his position on allowing companies like Devon Energy or ConocoPhillips or Phillips 66 or some of these major corporations in Oklahoma require their employees to get vaccinated. You think he should have stood against that, which I agree with. I think he should have stood against that. I was critical of him. Are you mad at him and therefore you're not supporting him? I, I'm arguing on this show that you are wrong. We have to get out and support the best candidate who will give us the greatest amount of freedom possible. That is what you're obligated to do in every election. You are not endorsing somebody when you vote for them. You're not saying you agree with everything they've said or done. You're voting for the person that will give you the maximum amount of freedom in the coming days. You're voting for the person that will give you more liberty rather than less. You're voting for the person who's closer to a covenantal government than a hierarchical government. Now, you may be in a situation, such as we are in Oklahoma, where you don't have the perfect candidate. Spoiler alert. No candidate is perfect. And after the primaries are over, it's your obligation, my obligation, everybody's obligation to go to the polls and vote for freedom, for liberty, for covenantal government rather than hierarchical government, for constitutional government rather than government that is driven by those that are just hungry for power. And if we really, in Oklahoma, the conservative bastion of the country that everybody keeps calling the reddest of red states, if we really are going to elect a woman like Joy Hoffmeister, who is going to give us the exact opposite of everything that I've just elevated as a priority, if we really are going to do that, then how in the world can we claim to be a conservative state that holds conservative values? Family values, respect for freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of association, the right to bear arms, life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, purpose, meaning. How can we pretend to stand for any of these things if we're going to hand over power to a power-hungry woman who has no principles, has no character, 
has nothing in her heart or soul other than a quest for power, who says she's a Republican on one day and then flips to the Democratic Party on another day, when we are living in a time in our political history where the two parties are so diametrically opposed that to flip from one to the other in such a expedient fashion demonstrates that there's no soul there. There's no conviction there. This person is not holding to any principles whatsoever. I mean, my land, one party here stands for the degradation of women, misogyny in the extreme, actually claiming that women don't even exist as biological facts, that women don't have the right to their own bathroom, their own scholarships, their own showers, that it's okay, and not only okay, but it should be celebrated when men culturally appropriate unto themselves an identity that isn't their own. And when they mock and malign women in the public streets and in the public parks, this party thinks that this is a good thing, black-facing women. They think that sacrificing their children and their child's innocence, their son and daughter's innocence on this altar of sexual nihilism is a good thing. That you can take your six-year-olds and your eight-year-olds to a public park where men dressed up like women are performing seductively in front of these children, accepting dollar bills as a reward for this performance, mimicking what would take place in an adult nightclub, if you will. That it's, it's a good thing to groom these children sexually at such, such young ages, and that it's a good thing that the local high school has posters about this party in the park, this drag queen public performance and celebration, that the local public high school is promoting it with posters. One party believes that this is all okay. One party believes that butchering your children seconds before they're born and dismembering their bodies and selling their hearts and lungs and livers for profit, for research, is a good thing. One party thinks it's a good thing, it's, it's exemplary to teach our children to judge others by the color of their skin rather than the content of their character. That people are racist just because of what they look like. That if they have a certain pigmentation, that that's the way they are. And those people are irredeemable. That's the nature of critical theory, critical race theory. One party thinks that socialism is the solution to all that ails us and that capitalism is bad. One party believes that 2 plus 2 equals 4 is the product of white privilege and that that logic, the mathematical, quantitative logic is nothing but toxic masculinity run amok. I mean, this is what the Democrat Party is espousing right now, and Joy Hoffmeister has embraced all of that just because she wants the ring of power, just because she wants her precious. She wants the ring. She wants to control everything. She wants power. You can almost see her growling like Gollum in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, hunching over this, this golden jewel. This ring of power, my precious, my precious, I'll do anything to hold on to my precious power. There's no principle. There's no core. There's no heart. There's no soul. There's nothing that she won't do to grab a hold of the ring. And yet, this woman is leading by five points right now in the polls in Oklahoma. If you're listening to me right now, and you're upset with Kevin Stead, 
and you're not going to vote for him because he wasn't perfect. He didn't do everything you wanted him to do. I want you to remember this. If you sit this one out, if you just say, I'm not going to support the man, I, oh, I won't vote for that, that evil woman, Joy Hoffmeister, but I'm not going to vote at all. If you sit this one out, by default, you just gave Oklahoma a governor that's worse than Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, a governor that's worse than Gavin Newsom in California. If you sit this one out, you're going with that party, that one party that I've just described, that you don't support, you don't believe in those things, but you're saying, well, Republicans aren't perfect either. I'm really disgusted with them. They haven't towed the line as perfectly as I thought they should. I'm mad. I'm angry with them, and therefore I won't vote for Stitt. If you do this, then I'm arguing your sin of omission is as bad as any sin of commission that the Democrats are committing by openly advocating this nonsense, this debauchery, this insanity. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. If you don't speak, if you don't act, if you remain silent, if you do nothing in the upcoming election, if you don't speak and encourage your family, your friends, your peers, all those folks around you to get out and vote, if you don't text them and say, hey, I'm, in, I'm on board with Kevin Stead. I'm on board with Ryan Walters. I'm going to get greater freedom rather than less if I elect them, if I vote for them. We have to get out. We have to prove that these polls are wrong and that the people in Oklahoma still have common sense, sense that's common. We still believe in freedom. Let's take a break, and when I get back, we're going to talk about uh, a tweet by Matt Walsh and how he's summarizing what the Democrat Party stands for, what Joy Hoffmeister, in essence, really is, and everyone else who's embracing that political agenda right now. And I'm going to talk to you further about those that claim to be Christian Democrats right now. <laughs> I don't know how you can make that claim any longer. It's an oxymoron. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need 
sold. The Patriot Auto Group, proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So, obviously, before the break, I rattled off a list of things that I said one party believes. One party believes in abortion on demand. First trimester, second trimester, third trimester, five seconds before birth, abort the child, kill the child, sacrifice the child on your altar of selfish selfishness. The child is going to inconvenience you. You don't want another child in your life or any child in your life. So it's okay if you decide just seconds before birth to kill that child, to terminate that baby. That's okay. That's a moral good. One party believes that. That's the Democrat Party, obviously. That's what I'm referring to. That's why I say Joy Hoffmeister has no soul, no core, no no belief system that serves as a barometer, a North Star that tells us, tells you, the voters, what she will do any on any given moment. Because she told you that she disagreed with that stuff when she aligned herself with the Republican Party, but now she flips because she wants to be governor, and now she embraces all this stuff. How can you do that? How, he, how can you do that and claim that you have any moral core, anything in your heart, mind, and soul that governs you other than your quest for that golden ring, Tolkien's ring, the ring of power? If you claim to be a Democrat, then you're aligning yourself with that agenda. Radical, radical infanticide, where you think it's okay to kill children. Human beings that have arms and legs, beating hearts, moving hands and toes, functioning lungs, livers and kidneys, you think it's okay to kill these human beings for the sake of the convenience of another human being. That's the Democrat Party. That's the one party I'm referring to. The same party thinks it's a wonderful thing for men to appropriate unto themselves things that belong to women. Bathrooms, showers, scholarships. The identity of women, the dignity of women is being sacrificed on this altar of pretension. Men pretending to be something that they're not. As I've said a thousand times over, black-facing women, mocking them in exaggerated costume and makeup. One party thinks that's a good thing. That's the Democrat Party. One party thinks that socialism and government control of the economy and of everything is a moral good. It's what will solve all that ails us. One party thinks the rainbow flag should trump and be superior to the American flag, and that those that wave the American flag are fascists. That if you're patriotic, specifically a patriotic Christian, that you're dangerous, you're a Christian nationalist, you believe that we should be bringing the Bible into the public debate, the market square of ideas. And we can't do that. Joy Hoffmeister is embracing all of these all of these priorities of the Democrat Party right now. Is that what you want? Is that what you want here in Oklahoma? And if you're listening to me from out of state, this isn't just Oklahoma. It's going on in your backyard, too. Take the name Joy Hoffmeister out of, out of the equation here and put whatever politician is running locally for your particular governor, superintendent of public instruction, senator, congressman, city council member, county commissioner, mayor, 
I don't care whose name you put in this, but if they're claiming to be a Democrat, they openly are aligning with all of these things right now. And the Republican Party disagrees with these things. The Republican platform is antithetical to everything I've described. Are all Republicans perfect? Absolutely not. I've criticized them over and over and over on this show. We've got many Republicans in Oklahoma who are lying. Joy Hoffmeister was one of them. She claimed to be a Republican for years. She was lying. She's not a Republican. And you could see that in spades in the decisions that she was making as superintendent of public instruction here in Oklahoma. But Kevin Stitt is not in that same category. He has defended children. He's been the most pro-life governor in the history of this state. He has defended the Second Amendment, your right to bear arms, to defend yourself against an overbearing government that wants to take your rights away. Rights that are endowed to your, by your creator, rights that the government has no business giving or taking because they're not the government's to give. They're not the government's to take. They're endowed to you by your creator, not government, God, not these oligarchs, these arrogant politicians like Joy Hoffmeister and others that think they can control you, tell you when to quarantine, what to wear on your face, what to inject in your body, when and when you can't send your kids to school, when and when you can't go to church. That's what these people think they have the authority to do. Kevin Stitt did not shut down everything like Gretchen Whitmer did up in Michigan. That's a good thing. That's why you should vote for him. He's been pro-Second Amendment. He's been pro-First Amendment. He's been pro-life. He has signed legislation against critical theory. He has said that the public school system in Oklahoma, the public schools, schools that you and I pay for with our tax dollars, should not teach our children to be racists. They should not teach our children to judge others by the color of their skin. He has signed legislation that says, no, that's wrong. Why has he done that? Because he does have a moral core. He aligns with the Republican Party because that's what Republicans believe. We believe in judging people by character, not color. We believe in giving people personal freedom, not taking it away. We believe that a child is a human being and not just a mass of cells that can be dismembered and sold for profit. We believe that women are real and that they have the right to their privacy, their dignity, and their identity. Kevin Stitt has defended all of this. So if you've been critical of him for some of his decisions, as have, as have I, set that aside and recognize that you're, you're in a position right now to vote for freedom or vote for fascism. I've told you before what fascism is. The left continues to brand conservatives as fascists. They're experts at pointing the finger outward, accusing other people of doing the exact thing that they're doing. They point one finger of accusation at you and me while they have three fingers pointed back at themselves. They're experts at this, and they do it shamelessly. That's exactly what's going on right now. You conservatives are fascists. You're the greatest threat to our democracy. 
Again, we are not a democracy. You pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Did you notice that you pledge allegiance to a republic? You don't pledge allegiance to a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. We are not governed by mass rule, the mob. We are a republican form of government, not a democracy, and a republican form of government, a republic, is a government that understands natural law. It understands values, virtues that are above human constructs. It understands covenantal government, that a handshake means something, and that if we could agree to live by the handshake, of dignity and honor and honesty and truth with a capital T that will have fewer and fewer laws to control us rather than thousands of laws that are created by the masses, by the mob, by those that just want more and more of the public purse and personal power. There's a huge difference between the options that are on the table right now. And because the people that represent those options on both sides, Republican or Democrat, are not perfect because no person is, many of us are being tempted right now to sit on the sidelines, sit this one out, because we don't like our Republican governor. Kevin Stitt is a good man. He's an honest man. He hasn't been perfect. He's made mistakes. But he deserves your vote. He deserves your vote if you want freedom, if you believe in human freedom, if you believe in personal liberty, if you believe that you should have the right to go to church when you want to go to church, if you believe that your children should be protected from these groomers, these sexual predators in your public parks and on your sidewalks and in your streets, if you believe that children of the youngest ages, those that are five seconds before birth, should be protected because they're living human beings they just happen to be in a location that's different. And when they, I've said it a thousand times, if you can kill it five seconds before it's born, then why can't you kill it five seconds after it's born? What's changed? Nothing has changed other than it moved. It moved. And it might be 10 seconds older than it was earlier, but that doesn't mean it's a different thing. It doesn't mean that it magically just happened to become human just because it moved? This makes no sense. This is not science. This is anti-science to the extreme. So the bottom line here is you have a decision in the coming days. You have a decision. You have an option. You have a choice. That decision, that option, and that choice involves this. You can vote for freedom or you can vote for fascism. As I've said before, fascism is power and control. The Democrats accuse the conservatives of being fascist, but yet it's the Democrats like Joy Hoffmeister that want to control you. If you're not one of us, we will squash you. We will silence you. We will cancel you. We will quarantine you if you, just, if you don't behave. That's fascism. People coming together as a, as a collective group of power-hungry oligarchs like the Roman bundle of sticks called the fascist, so strong in its unity, the collective power, that it will crush. It can't be broken. It will crush everything in its way. That's fascism. It's not personal freedom because the individual doesn't matter to the fascist. It's the collective. It's the bundle of sticks that can't be broken.
That's the difference between the Democrat Party and the Republican Party right now. Now, some Republicans are lying. They're bold-faced liars like Joy Hoffmeister was. And there are others that I could mention right now, but that's not the point. Other Republicans have demonstrated that they actually do believe in the principles of the Republican Party, the principles of freedom and liberty, the principles of covenantal government rather than hierarchical government, the principles of a Judeo-Christian ethic, a biblical ethic, that living by the Ten Commandments would be better than living by the 10,000 laws that come with the left. One party leans more into covenantal ideals as opposed to those that are hierarchical. So, bottom line, today's show is this. Get off your duff. Get out and vote. Joy Hoffmeister is five points up right now, and there's less than two weeks before the election. Kevin Stitt and Joy Hoffmeister are diametrically opposed to one another. There's no similarity whatsoever here between the two candidates. Kevin Stitt has my unqualified support right now. Just because you've criticized someone doesn't mean they're not your friend. Just because you criticize somebody doesn't mean they're your foe, doesn't mean they're your enemy. I've challenged Kevin Stitt for some things. Most specifically, I was upset with him because of his position on forced vaccinations coming from the corporate world. Now, he defended us from the government imposing those vaccinations on us. But I didn't like the fact that he allowed businesses to impose those things on their employees. I think he was wrong, but I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for him, and I'm lobbying for him, obviously, right now. Because he's a good man. He's been honest. He's been pro-life. He's been pro-religious freedom. He's been pro-common sense in our schools. He has signed legislation that protects children in the womb and protects children in our schools, in our classrooms. He has signed legislation that protects our constitutional right to bear arms. He's defended covenantal government rather than try to tear it down. And Joy Hoffmeister is going to do the exact opposite at every turn. So here's where I am. I agree with Matt Walsh. Here's what he has said about the Democrat platform right now. Here's a tweet that he posted a couple days ago. He said the Democrats have settled on their closing argument. Vote for us so we can castrate children, use your money to pay for abortions, and put pornography in schools. If you don't vote for us, then you're a Nazi and democracy will die. Fascinating political strategy. That's a post from Matt Walsh, and he's spot on. He's absolutely right. Vote for us so that we can castrate your children, use your money to pay for abortions, and put pornography in your schools. And if you don't vote for us, you're the Nazi, and you're a threat to democracy. It will die. And for those that claim to be Christian Democrats today, how can you possibly claim that those two things go together? I may be upsetting some people right now. I don't care. How can you claim to stand for the gospel, for the dignity of the human being? How can you claim to stand for freedom and justice and righteousness 
and vote for a party that wants to castrate your children. And that's what they're doing. Vote for a party that wants to kill them and sell their body parts for profit for research. That's what they're doing. How can you vote for a party that thinks that women should be insulted to the extreme by letting men pretend to be something they're not? How can you vote for a party that wants to steal your property through higher taxes and steal your freedom in their quest for power? How can you vote for a party that wants to take your schools and turn them into indoctrination camps? And actually start telling them that 2 plus 2 equals 4 is a product of white privilege. And that we want you to start judging your peers, your fellow students, because of the color of their skin. Ignore that nonsense that came from Martin Luther King Jr. about judging people by the content of their character. How can you vote for a party that is that divisive, that arrogant, and that evil? I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.